When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now. Welcome back to Sports Day with Badge and Sats. For Kia, the all-new Kia Sportage, drive car of the year. Welcome back to Sports Day with Badge and Sats. And it was an eventful weekend on the rugby league field, the West Tigers, again, disappointing on Friday night in their loss to the New Zealand Warriors. Of course, we mentioned earlier on what's happening with Mitch Barnett, referred straight to the, to the judiciary. And on the line, we've got James Hooper from Fox Sports, who is, one, a good friend of the show, but, two, he's a mad West Tigers supporter, so we'll try and get across everything that's happening at Leichhardt at the moment. Uh, how are you, Hoops? Yeah, good, boys. How you going? I should also say Campbelltown for West Tigers fans, or West mm. fans who are... He's torn all his hair out, you know, Hoops. Yeah, I know. I, I noticed that. I noticed that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Hoops, uh, over the weekend. They badge, yeah. they do. <laughs> Outside of the um, – we'll get back to the, the result on Friday, which is really disappointing. I called that game against the Warriors. Over the weekend, it emerged an email that was sent to um, to another broadcaster around Robbie Farah and, and what was apparently happened on the sideline – um, as we know, Robbie's one of the trainers for the for the West Tigers, uh, runs the messages. Can you just delve a little bit deeper and educate the listeners of, of what's transpired over the weekend? Well, what's transpired, Sats, is uh, a rival broadcaster received an email and the fan who sent the email claimed that uh, Robbie Farrar had delivered quite an expletive-laden tirade on the sideline of that game out there at Campbelltown. Uh, and that he was directing the majority of the spray at the coach's box and specifically at Michael Maguire. Now, Robbie has since uh, clarified from his point of view on his social media uh, that that wasn't the case. He says there was a blow-up and that there was a miscommunication between himself uh, and one of the other Tigers support staff on the sidelines. But he has gone to great lengths and pains to point out He's adamant that he wasn't giving Madge a spray. The background to it all is that, look, the Tigers have obviously had a below-par start of the season. And I think you'll find that even as far back as round one against the Melbourne Storm, there were some interchanges uh, made that certain players were unhappy about. I know that Joe Offerhand Galloway against the Melbourne Storm was unhappy that he was basically kept off for the majority of the second half and only went back on for the last six minutes of the game, which at that point, Melbourne were coming over the top or had managed to come over the top, uh, and the Tigers obviously ended up getting dusted. So it, there's a lot going on at the Tigers at the moment, uh, specifically in relation to the Robbie Farrer and Michael Maguire incident. Uh, Robbie has really tried to get on the front foot and say that he's been one of Madge's biggest supporters in his I'm at the club. Robbie is now one of the assistant coaches with the Tigers. And look, obviously they just need a win. They're headed up your way, boys. They're they're up to play the Gold Coast on Thursday night at 
Seabus. Mm. I'll tell you what, uh, if you're a Tiger supporter, uh, there's genuine concerns that not only could you be 0-4, but you look at their draw and it only gets harder. So, yeah, there's not a lot of light at the end of the tunnel at the moment. Do these cracks, hoops, and you've been around a long time, they they never appear at the clubs that are going well. It's always when things are... When a side's struggling and people are looking for excuses or for reasons behind the dramas... Um, and it's not really surprising that it's happening at the West Tigers because it's been a it's been a long struggle for them, isn't it? Yeah, it's a really good point, Badge. Like you look at the Melbourne Storm, you don't see this happening. The Sydney Roosters, Penrith, you just don't see this kind of an incident uh, be played out in public anyway uh, at the stronger clubs. So look, uh, the Tigers are an easy target at the moment because. Uh, of the way that they finished last year. They were flogged 38-0 by the eventual Wooden Spooners Canterbury in their final performance of the season. And from what we've seen so far, aside from against Melbourne, I think this is a frustrating thing for, for a lot of Tigers fans. For 40 minutes against the Melbourne Storm, they looked terrific. They, they played coast-to-coast uh, coast in terms of they were prepared to take risks, throw the ball around. They had some real punch. Uh, and they obviously went toe-to-toe with you know one of the heavyweight sides in the competition. Then, sadly, in the second half, they reverted back to the bad old ways and uh, errors, and also it, it kind of looked as though they were trying to protect the lead rather than than win the game as such. Um, and as a result, you know Melbourne's big-game players stood up and the Tigers got run over the top of. So they just need to find a way to win. Uh, at the moment, morale seems low from an outside point of view. Confidence seems shot. Um, and they've just lost another one of their better players today in Stefano Utoi Kamano is out for a couple of months with Whoa. a symptomosis injury. So, yeah, it doesn't, at the moment for the Tigers, it does look as though, sadly, the hits are just going to keep on coming for a little while yet. The game on Friday night against the New Zealand Warriors, Hoops, as I, as I said, I, I called the game on Friday night, highly frustrated at, at both sides, to be quite honest, and I'm not going to... I apologise for my admiration for Michael Maguire as a person, as a coach. I think he's a, a damn good coach. But I look at that game and the unforced errors, errors the unforced errors, I should say, that, that killed the West Tigers, that didn't have anything to do with the, the coach. It wasn't the coach's fault, the errors that the West Tigers were, were shooting themselves in the foot with. Would you agree? Look, there's no question, Sats, that it's not all on Madge. Like, yes, he's the front man of the club, He's now in his fourth season as head coach. But the players are also trained professionals. They've got to accept a lot of accountability as well. The issue Madge has got is he narrowly avoided getting the chop last year, right? There was, there was very strong suggestions uh, and people at the West Tigers who were essentially openly admitting that they thought it probably was time for a change and, and Michael Maguire in all likelihood would have been moved on. Now, he managed to to save himself at the 11th hour and, and get another opportunity. But the results aren't improving. He's only signed until the end of this season as it stands. You blokes have both been around this game long enough to know how this plays out. If they don't turn it around fast and all of a sudden make a run at at least making the eight, then in all likelihood, Madge probably won't be there. The cruel thing for Madge is if you gave Madge... If Madge became the head coach of the Melbourne Storm tomorrow, right... I've got no question that Madge would be able to get results. The Tigers just isn't the right fit for Madge mm. as a head coach. Uh, look, when he when he walked in, yes, he inherited a complete basket case. Yes, Ivan Cleary 
um, had essentially thrown the, the, the baby out with the bathwater in that um, he'd signed all those big-name players on long-term contracts. Madge got brought in and had to try and clean up the mess. And they ran ninth that year, but the trouble's been they've got progressively worse every year. 11th the following season, 13th last year. There doesn't seem to be a whole lot of improvement this season. And out of their current roster, every single player Madge has either signed and brought to the club or he's re-signed since he walked in the front door three and a half or however many years ago it was now. So that's where Madge is going to ultimately, the, the, the buck is going to stop with him. Mm. What about Tim Sheens, who's brought in as a, somewhat of a coaching director? What, what say will he have in, in Madge's future and, and perhaps the, the reshaping of that team? Uh, you know, can he help Madge buy some time, even if they don't you know, come good in a hurry uh, this season? Well, you, Badge, you played under Sheens. You, you know what a football encyclopedia and sat so did you. You know what a football encyclopedia and mm. um, a, a knowledgeable style of bloke that he is. I've actually got a bit of empathy for Tim Sheens here. I feel as though the power breakers at the West Tigers are just going around in circles and couldn't get out of their own way. So they've decided to go and transplant Tim Sheens back from England as the saviour of the side, of the basket case. But now... He's been put in this role. He's not coaching. He's not involved in the day-to-day selection of the side or the style of footy that the team is playing. Yes, he's a sounding board for Madge, but where they've really jammed him is ultimately he is going to have a big say in whether Michael Maguire remains as the head coach of the West Tigers or not. So I feel for Sheenzy in that they've brought him back. It feels as though they're half-pipe loading the gun for him, and, and he's going to be the one, or he's going to be the face of if they do eventually decide to make the tough call on Madge. But in terms of the day-to-day running of the side, he hasn't got any input into that. But certainly, you can see his influence already. The minute that he got here, the Tigers signed Appy Coruscant and Isaiah Papali'i from Parramatta. They're two of their better signings, yeah. I'd argue, in the last however many years it is. You know, you can probably go back to Gareth Ellis to the last time that they actually signed a, a, a fair income proper big-name recruit who came and delivered. So Sheens is going to have a huge influence on the side. I just, in terms of the running uh, of, of how the decisions are made around what happens with Madge, but I just feel for him because, like I say, there's, there's some power breakers at the club that have brought Sheens back out here and he's going to have to be the one who, who makes the tough decisions. Before we get your opinion on Mitch Barnett, they play, as you said, the Titans, then the Sharks and Eels in the next three rounds. How many of those games do they have to win for Madge to keep his job to be safe? Oh, look, I think they'll stick solid for now, Badge, because if they were going to get rid of him, you you would have got rid of him at the end of last year. He's only signed until October this year as it is at the moment. So I I can't see, unless they were to get flogged by a 50 or a 60 like we saw last year against the Melbourne Storm at the Sunshine Coast, I couldn't see them all of a sudden rushing in and going, right, that's it. Yep, let's move. Madge has got to go. Yeah, I think good. they've painted themselves into such a corner now that, that they've, got to, they've got to try and stay the course and they've got to let Madge uh, at least have time to, to show how he can try and turn the side around in the immediate for this season. But beyond that, you'd have to say it, it looks as though it's going to be a tough assignment 
for, for Madge to remain there beyond this year. Yeah, and Mitch Bunnett, Badge just uh, mentioned uh, that incident on the weekend against the Penrith Panthers. Brain snap, however you want to call it. Uh, referred straight to the, to the judiciary. Now, um, the listeners, just educate the listeners what the process is now. And what's the thoughts at, in your conversations of what, how many weeks he should be looking at? Well, it wasn't great. It was off the ball and it, it was, uh, as you said, a, a brain snap or whatever you want to label it. Uh, I'd be thinking he's probably looking at between six and eight weeks. Sats. Uh, yep. The way that it works is you can be charged with a grade one, a grade two, or a grade three offence. Or if it's that, if it's in the severe, really bad category, then you just get referred straight to headquarters. No grading. Just come down, front the music, and and they'll hear your case, and then you'll obviously receive your punishment. So Mitch Barnett's got to go down and front the music uh, Tuesday night at NRL headquarters. Again, I've had a bit to do with match off, with Mitch off the field, and I've got to say, look, I really like him. He's a stand-up style of a bloke. Um, he's the sort of bloke that he certainly would want alongside you. But in this instance, I'm not going to try and defend him. Mm. I think he just he got it wrong for whatever reason. He decided to do what he what he's done off the ball, and I reckon that uh, the NRL judiciary tomorrow night will sit him down for a number of weeks. You suppose you, suppose you weigh it up against Latrell, don't you? Now, Latrell got six downgraded yeah. to five, so you'd think it'd be minimum six. Or... It's a new system now, Sats. It's a new system now in that Peter Volandis didn't like the previous system, and I've got to say I, I like the fact that he didn't like it because we used to all be critical that it was too complicated and there was degrees of difficulty and the square root of this and that and loading <laughs> and carryovers. And, and, yeah. It was convoluted and, and it, was, it, was, it was convoluted and confusing. So they have simplified it now. You get hit with a grade one, a grade two, or a grade three. You, it gets listed whether it's a first offence, second offence, or whatever. It doesn't matter priors, non-similar charges, all that sort of stuff. That's all gone. But then you go down and you front the judiciary, and they just decide on a punishment. So I, I would be thinking in, in this case, given it's a new system, uh, I reckon Mitch Barnett will be looking at a significant sit-down. I can't see them, given the way that it looks and the shots that we've seen of the incident so far, I'd be very surprised if they go lenient. So, yeah, to your point about Latrell, what did he finish up with last week? Was it last year? Was it six weeks? Six weeks six. downgraded to five, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, so if Latrell got six, you know, uh, Barnett's probably looking at six to eight. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't a good look. wasn't a good look for the game. Jimmy Hooper, Fox Sports, thanks for joining us as always. Beauty, mate. No worries, boys. Thanks for having us. Yeah, this is Sports Day with Badge and Sats for your all-new Kia Sportage Drive Car of the Year. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91